Okay, listen up. You're now locked into the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. DJ Bugsy is bringing back the essence of hip hop. Hear the voices from the artists, the DJs, and the movers and shakers that keep the culture alive. Most importantly, they're keeping it the hip hop. Hey, DJ Bugsy, you ready? <laughs> and now to our regular scheduled program. What up, what up? It's your boy DJ Bugsy. This is Duel for Hip Hop Podcast, episode 48. Man, listen, this week has been crazy. <laughs> Nothing short of it. I don't know what to say. I'm flabbergasted. I can't wait to get into it. We got a dope podcast lined up for y'all tonight. We got my girl from South Jersey, Shaquia. She got the Project Glow, and she's glowing. Wait till we get a chance to talk to her. We got my man Osiris. He's from Cali, by the way, a PA. So from CA to PA, he's in the building later on in the show. I got my girl Charm from the ATL. And the reason why Charm's, I'm going to be calling Charm later on in the podcast is because when T.I. did the diss record to Floyd, her comments was buzzing. Everybody was coming at her, saying shit to her, and I just screenshotted it. Yeah, I was comment. I was I was on my fucking shade room shit. Yes, I was. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. I was, okay? Now, I hit her up. I DM'd her. She gave me a number, and Charm will be here momentarily to talk to us about why she felt, she felt about the Floyd diss record. So, not only that, I got my man Walter in the building. This is his last day. Man, when I tell you, man, if you want a real intern, go to Rowan University. This guy was nothing but first class personified, and I appreciate all the work that he put in. Thank you, man. Thank you. Really appreciate it. No doubt. So let me, oh, before before we get into the shenanigans and the bullshit, man, I just want to let y'all know that the winner of the WCW Weekly Report contest with Serenity, Serenity the Model, and she will be on a future episode. But I want to get to some very, very sad news first. T.I., the legendary T.I., the king of the South, lost his sister to a car accident yesterday, and I'm going to just read his statement to you. While we are saddened that our beloved Precious is no longer with us, she will forever have a special place in our hearts and in our family. I was such a lucky man because you were my sister. You were there every step of the way, always helping me become my best self. I, we, could not have done it without you. Forever grateful, your baby brother Tip. Man. That's sad. Yeah, it is, so man. And, 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 you know, life, in, life inspectancy is really not what it used to be. And she died at 66. And, that, and, and a lot of people say that's still young, though, because a lot of people sometimes last to like 80, 85. Yeah. And she died in a very, you know, tragic way in a car accident. So we just praying for the Harris family. We praying for Tiny, all the children. And I seen everybody showing love the tip from Meek Mill to DJ Khaled. I mean, you name it. Everybody was throwing up the prayer signs for tip, man. So tip, you and our prayers, man, really. So let's let's talk to Walter real quick before I get in my shenanigans, man. This brother is on his way to another intern, but yeah. this time it's paid. Talk, talk a little yeah. about the transition that you're about to make and, and what you learned from this internship and what you're going to miss, man. So the transition I'm about to make, I'm about to start a new internship. with. Um, it's for music licensing. And for those that don't know, that's just basically helping people get their music um, on TV and stuff like that. So, you know, right. the, the place I'm working for, Code 3, shout out Code 3. Um, their claim to fame is they got one of their bands on Showtime four right. different times. So it's cool because, you know, you get on TV right. and you get that check that one time. And then you keep getting those residual checks, residual checks every time the show plays. Right. So that's pretty cool. So I'm pretty excited, but I'm also pretty sad to leave. You know, you were my first internship. You know, I'm forever grateful. You know, you like I didn't have really much industry experience, you know, and you still picked me up. So I'm always going to, you know, forever in debt to you for that. And, um, you know, we've been here since October. Yeah. It's just cool, you know, since I feel like podcasts and just, you know, radio interview culture is kind of making a comeback. It was kind of down for a little bit, I think. But, you know, it's making a comeback. So it's cool to be yeah. in the middle of it, in the midst of this whole process. So, right. um, you know, I, I loved it. I love seeing. Mm-hmm. I think I love the one thing. One of the things I love the most is seeing your passion when you're doing it. 
you know, okay, because, you know, I talk to you, you know, you're, you're a regular guy, you know, a regular guy that loves music, you're into all this different stuff. Right. But when you're doing the show, you can just, you see the passion. I know they hear the passion. So, and like, that's inspiring to someone like me, you know, just to always keep that passion there. Cause if the passion ain't there, then it's like, what are you even doing it for? Absolutely. You know what I mean? But it's just also, it taught me that, you know, it taught me to pay more pay more attention uh, more closely to, you know, music publications because they always have the latest news, you know, what, what's ever going on. And one thing I really, another thing I admire about what you do is you always try your best to keep it in the community with your guests that come on the show, you know, never forget where you came for anything like that. So you have a lot of guests from South Jersey and Philly, like we just said. So I don't know, man, I learned a lot from you. I love my experience here and I definitely recommend anybody else, you know, intern for you because it's been great. It's been great. So there you have it. The brother gave me a hand clap. So let me let me do the real hand clap. Let, 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 the, let the people say. Let the people say. <laughs> that fool Bugsy when it comes to the interns. He know what the fuck he's doing. Okay. So now I got to get some of my shenanigans and waltz. I'm going to need you to record this because this is about to be you. some shit, bro. <laughs> okay. Now, listen, listen, listen. Before I get into my shenanigans about some of the things that happened this week, okay. Let me just preface my comments and saying I love all of y'all. But when I see certain shit in hip hop, I got to tell it like it the fuck it is. And like the fuck it is, it's the fuck what it is. So first, let me start off with Gunna. Gunna dropped a brand new project. And I really like you, Gunna, but I feel like you was gunning. Meaning gunning like fucking hard and gunning like the black mama in its prom. You had the ball, but you didn't know what the fuck to do with it. You kept missing shots. All your songs is fucking garbage, bro. I'm going to keep it all the way a bean. Even the song with your friend, Little Baby. I even And, and the crazy thing about Gunna is I really like Gunna. I really, really respect Gunna out of all the new people in the generation of today. I really like Gunna, but you really disappointed me, bro. This album is fucking trash. It's just trash. Now, on a, on a positive note, Offset dropped the album called The Father of Four. Now, I didn't know you had a father of four. I didn't know that Cardi B accepted three kids and now Culture Plus One. I really didn't know, but now I do know. And for what I heard, it's you're into your fatherhood. I appreciate that because shout out to all the fathers that's doing their damn thing. But you did your thing, bro. You talked about how you got kicked out in 17, but you didn't never turn away from your dreams. And we can see that because you're bubbling. You got a beautiful wife that's bubbling more than you. She picked up a Grammy, made history. And I like how y'all was boo-loving on Instagram Live. It's beautiful. You're making it these millenniums and people understand that love is really still alive. You don't have to cheat. You don't have to be in someone's DM. You don't have to get a girl like Indie Love who licked her fucking pics on fucking Twitter and all over the fucking world. But she also is the worst fucking song of the week. India Love and fucking Will I Am, really? Will I Am produced it and then you took the sample from Anne Marie? This is unbelievable. Check out this bullshit real quick. <laughs> the fuck is this pretty little thing that's all you got she's just fucking pretty that's it that's some bullshit if that's all you got to say you pretty on fucking wax you should be disqualified to have a fucking mic i'm tired of these models these bartender girls think you're going to have the dream that cardi b had no it's only one cardi b it's not going to be fucking you face the music okay now we're going to be on the other side We got the WCW coming up right now Let's take a music break It's the boy DJ Bugsy Do it for Hell About Podcast Episode 48 Make sure you subscribe Holla at your boy That's whenever you leave If it was up to me Then the snakes never breathe I hate when niggas get to talking Like they never bleed So caught up being followers They never leave You know the oath Put it on the folks You never speak Ain't no peace When it's real beef You never can sleep Go through that bitch every day Kill whoever this week Retaliation come with murder It was never police uh. I heard silence is the key to success Where I'm from, violence is the key to respect I keep me a set, tell my shooter breathe on his neck Your old man will set you up for a key of the best They running off on the plug, can't keep a connect Then it's off with his head, but they leaving his neck It can be your eye number, we can even the bet 
keep talking about the streets, but you be on the steps. 50 shots, yup, let this drum beat on your chest. Come through your block with a mop and I'm cleaning your set. Or send a baby face killer, you won't even expect. Ain't no way to play the cards, cause I'm cleaning the uh, deck. I'm uh, in the streets every day, but I ain't getting rich fast enough. Feel like all I do is trap, but digits ain't adding up. They ask me, do I got a conscience? No, I'm doing wrong. But I promised my shorty I would pay off all her student loans. And I ain't have a job in over two years. I'm a magician in the trap. I make the work disappear. Looking at obituaries, wish my bro still was here. I know he would have turned the tables if the toaster was near. When you start getting to the paper, watch them vultures appear. Watch them bitches who ain't listen start to open their ears. Watch them niggas call you bro like your mother was theirs. But you won't play me for a fool, no people under the stairs. Nah, uh, I made a living off a of trap phone. But now I'm trying to do the same off of rap songs. I clap chrome the minute you niggas act wrong. Fuck a job, I'm Whipping the chicken, adding a sad song. These bitches know I'm authentic, sauce dripping, riding with some shit. If it get to ripping your car, flipping your dogs, timid. I went to prison for hard dealing. They tried to make me rap, but I ain't slipping. I'm all zipping. Still a fucking bitch if niggas tell me it's off limits. Mama say I'm crazy, fuck it, then I'll be off sinning. Long as I don't go back to pork and bean and hot dog dinners. My homie call my phone with a lick and I'm gonna hit it. Yeah, little nigga, I'm gon' get it They ask me how I do it, I tell them I was born with it Copping more pistols for bigger or small issues Popping off missiles that rip through your car window Breaking all bones and ripping through all tissues Or I can say, skin them, sit back like my dogs get you, yeah Well, that was Reese Banger. This is Do It For Hip Hop Podcast And I got the WCW winner in the building Her name is Ikea Is that right? Yeah, that's right <laughs> Oh God! Let me let me give myself a round of applause for that. <laughs> these names. This is one thing, and when you in media, you gotta make sure you get these names right. Yeah, Listen, we be butchering names like crazy. So I appreciate you coming, and you are the winner. And you will do. You will receive. I'm waiting for my folks to bring. You know the gift bag and all that. But I really appreciate you. And first, I want to talk about how you got started in modeling. What made you want to become a model? Like, what was your childhood like? What was your struggles like that lead you up to wanting to be a model? Mm, um, yeah, let it all out. We, we, we keep it no filter on this show. Because, <laughs> um, listen, before you give your answer, I want you to understand, when you tell people your story, it's going to inspire someone young like you. It's going to help them. So don't right. be afraid to tell your story because your story can help someone. Right. All right, now tell your story. Um, well, I used to get bullied in school, so that's like one okay. of the main things for like my looks and um, the way I was. I was always very different or odd okay. or oddball out. Right. So, um, and then I also grew up in the Boys and Girls Club, and that made me feel like mm -hmm. I had a reason to be different and a reason to be diverse. So I had to show that to the world right and then um i came across somebody who asked me if i wanted to uh, be a part of their um it's like a group i want to call it a group because they're mm -hmm. working on a couple different things it's okay. um asf and um mm -hmm. it's called a select few okay and they had me doing uh photography with them and okay. uh, modeling and that's where i started modeling modeling mm -hmm. at um yeah. that happened around 2015 like okay. i told you okay and um that was like, I'm a very closed off person, or I was a very closed off person. That was like for me to break my shell and for me to like right. go out there and talk to not only people my age, but younger people, older people, because you could teach anybody. Yeah, don't matter your age, that's correct. Right, so I just feel like, mm -hmm. because I have the opportunity to do it now, I want to do it, but not only for myself, for other people, like right. kids. Yeah, because so they like, might have the same story. Exactly. Right. So do you consider yourself non-social and how did you handle the bully situation? Because bullying is like a real big thing in 2019. With it, who was your savior? Someone that you kind of like reached out to you and believed everything you was telling them about people messing with you? Well, I didn't really, um, at the time I wasn't really good with talking to people. So art was my outlet. Whenever I would get angry or whenever mm -hmm. I would feel some type of way, I would go paint or okay. I'll go draw so or I'll listen to music. Yeah, in a okay. way, yes. So I rather um, mm -hmm. it's not good to keep everything in, but that was my way of holding things in. Now I'm I don't really hold nothing in. I kind of don't have a filter now because right. I was very isolated when I was younger. Mm -hmm. So now if I felt some type of way, I'm gonna say it, regardless okay. of the fact. And I don't do it in a very negative way. Like I'm a very humble person. So okay. I'm, if I tell you how how I feel, it's a uh, mm -hmm. in a humble way. Right. It's not to like make nobody feel no type of way. So. 
Mm-hmm. But um Bullying. Bullying. <laughs> um So you saying they bullied you because you was pretty and you was weird. I was, yeah, you was, I was different. pretty when I was younger, you know everybody has their little <laughs> their So little you felt ugly like stage. you was ugly when you was young. I mean, yeah, I did when I was younger, I felt that way. But when you look back, do you feel that way now? No. Okay. Not at all. Because I don't see how you go from this to now. Back then, you was ugly. I don't know how that worked. You don't look <laughs> ugly to me. So, Thank I you. mean, listen. <laughs> and you ain't getting picked if you're ugly now. Let's just keep it all the way on it. Uh, hey, hey, shots fired. Fuck it. <laughs> I just want you to know that if you're ugly, it won't be a WCW winner on this show. You just won't. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm just keeping it all the way beam. Boston, no, I do. He know I do. That's my intern. Me, my intern now. Me, my intern. This is his last day, though. Okay. Yeah. So, what's your ultimate goal? I mean, you're young, and and typically, quote unquote, models have to be five ten, five eleven. I don't think that's typically true. I, I feel like what every you, everybody's different. Like, okay. there's more than just that one look. Like, you gotta be tall. You gotta be skinny. There's every woman is beautiful in their own way. That's true. So I feel like if so, you can break those barriers. You can be on the cover of those Vogue magazines, on the cover of those L magazines, yeah, or I whatever. So. so, do you want to be urban, or do you want to be couture, or you want to rip the one? You want to be in Milan, like what's your like? I want to say urban. Urban, yeah. So in the videos and all that. Mm-hmm. So are you the type of person that you reach out to people like, uh, like say a rapper that's coming up in your part of? you know, Jersey, and he's popping, and you like, look, he post up, you know, looking for models, or you the type that a DM and say, look, I'm, I'm a model, I'm, I'm trying to be in your video, or you like, I don't know about him. I'm not trying to sound cocky, but people usually hit me up for that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm not okay. even, I'm not trying to be cocky. Damn. <laughs> it's Yo, the truth, and like, she got, what's your name? My, my best friends. Jonathan said, that's true, they be hitting you up, they so your DMs up. be popping. Yeah. Oh shit! Damn. <laughs> so hold up, hold up, hold up. So hold up, hold up. Let, let, let me let me let me bring it back. Let me let, let, let me bring it back, man. <laughs> now your DM's popping, right? Okay. So if your DM's popping, that means you ain't got a man, right? Because you know if you got a man, he don't be liking the DM's to pop. Yeah, I'm by myself. Me, myself, and I. Is that by choice or that's just you not feeling what's in the field? That's by choice. Okay. You've been hurt. Not only hurt, but I feel like mm-hmm. in order to find yourself, you need to completely keep focused on yourself and not put energy into other people or other things. Because you lose, like, you lose focus on yourself trying mm-hmm. to worry about everybody else. So you want to get to a certain plateau before. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Spiritually, hmm. mentally. Oh, you're doing the whole shebang. Spiritually, mentally. Physically. Oh, somebody been talking to you. You done learned some things through the years, goddamn. You done learned some things. So let, let's talk hip hop a little bit, cause I got I got I got to make a call to my girl Charm. We gonna talk about this Floyd Mayweather and Ti this. But I want to get your opinion. What what now? Who you like? Who you banging with in hip hop now? Who 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 you who you banging with? Who's your who's your go to when it comes to hip hop music? Hmm, hip hop. Um, mm-hmm. I listen to like a lot of different varieties of music. Um, okay. First person that's coming to my head right now is Keilani. Keilani? Okay, yeah. but she's not really. She she's not really hip hop, like yeah. That's RB. What about rappers? I know you got like a rap, like he hot. Somebody. Uh, Dave East. Tag. Dave East. Gotta Dave say Dave East. East. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> Harlem. He doing Harlem something. World. Yo, he Dave is rap. like, I'm telling you, this brother better call GQ up because this. I'm telling you, Dave, he's going to be on some magazines or something. I think he, he going, before 2019, he going to be in somebody's magazine. Because this brother is all, it's all these girls keep saying Davies. Davies. Because I feel like he not talking about, like, mm-hmm. regular shit. He talking about, I'm, I'm going to curse. Yeah, you can curse. Okay. Do you think? Um, he not talking about, like, regular shit. He talking about real shit that goes on every day. Right, yeah. So you can relate to him. Exactly. What about Kendrick? Kendrick, another one. That's another oh, one. Oh, there we go. Now we cooking with all you. <laughs> Kidding. Now, what's your thoughts on, and we want to change gears just a little bit before I call Charm. What's your thoughts on Jesse faking getting his ass whipped? <laughs> Honestly, I don't even know who that is. From Empire. See, that, I don't even watch TV like that. I'm not really a TV. All right, well, he faked his shit. And well, I got my brothers, and they going, I'm going to let you hear this skit, and my brother's going to let you know how he faked his shit. Check it out. 
Do we have to go now? We have to right go now, right now. Come on, for real, for real. Aren't you the man from the Empire show? That movie? Yes. You got a problem? Yes. Um, um why do you doing around guys, here? Guys, 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 come on. The accent. More white, more racist, hillbilly. Oh, KKK? Oh, oh, oh. Hey, nigger. Stop right there. What are you doing in our town? Aren't you that nigger from Empire? Yes, I am. I'm the gay Tupac. What's good? What's good? Nigger, what the hell you doing over here? Get more aggressive, more aggressive. Stop the whole shit! Wrap rope around his neck. Let me fight back a little bit. Let me fight back. Ow, that hurt, nigger. What the hell you do? More bleach on his nigger ass. I'm gonna get the water. Get hurry up. Hurry up. Please stop doing it. That's crazy. He Yo, said, so, let me. <laughs> I mean, basically, he faked it. And yeah. everybody was feeling sorry for him. He went on an interview, talked about he not lying. He basically faked his whole shit. He got two people to beat him up. He sent a letter to, to Fox with the fucking powder in it, like anthrax, like back in the day. Like this, and made a whole letter, cut out the letters from magazines and pasted it and sent it to Fox. Like, dude. <laughs> Look, I'm telling you, I ain't trying to come at the gay community. No, let me let me let me just say this one thing. But they gonna revoke your fucking past, bro. They gonna send you to Straight Street, cause you ain't gonna be on Gay Street no more. <laughs> okay, man, we gotta call Charm. Let me see my phone. I'm about to call Charm. Charm got some shit to say. Let me see my phone, boss. Now Charm is from the ATL, and Charm got some shit to say. I'm trying to tell you. Let me get my girl Charm on the phone. ATL. One second, Atlanta. I know where ATL at. Oh. I thought she was like, he's up. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Hello. Charm. Hey. How you doing, Charm? Now, Charm, listen, before we get into this now, I just want to let the people know that when I seen your comments about this damn T.I. this record to a Floyd Mayweather, I was flabbergasted because you feel like, basically, that T.I. shouldn't be coming at a person at box. He, he should right. be doing it. He should be doing it in a different way. Could you could you care kind of like share some of your comments and some of your like how you felt about this disc record and why you didn't like it? Yeah, it really wasn't that I just didn't like the disc record. Mm -hmm. I mean, but it really wasn't his reality. You know what I'm saying? So you do all the things anyway that right. you have a problem with another person doing. Exactly. But now you calling the other person out for it. Right. So that was pretty much a lot of the issue, you mm -hmm. know. Um, and people was going back and forth with you. Right. <laughs> and you was you know, killing his them. fans. <laughs> you was killing <laughs> his them. His fans, right. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> a lot of the times, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, people look so much up to these entertainers right. that everything that they say, you know, is like set in stone to them. Right. You know, and even when they see that this person has done these things themselves. Well, let the truth be told. Okay, go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, go ahead. Because you about to say something, then I'm gonna say something. Go ahead. Because you. No, nah, I mean, let the truth be told. You know, nobody is um mm -hmm. is wearing Gucci because whatever racist people have worn it, they're wearing it because the rappers are promoting it. That's true. So you've made it hot. Right now, do you do you feel like Ti made it hot? Because I never Ti never really talked about Gucci like that. Gucci main did, but not Ti. T.I. talked about Gucci too. I mean, he got songs where he, you know, <laughs> speak on things that he's buying or things right. that he's buying for women mm -hmm. and things of that nature, or whatever, with all these name brand clothing right. lines in it. Right. You so, see what I'm saying? So, it's so, time. so you don't agree with the 90 day boycott? You think it's bullshit? I mean, I think it's pointless. Not bullshit, but pointless. Okay. You think it's pointless? Cause nothing, yeah, I think it's pointless. Because we, cause we basically going to eventually go right back to buying Gucci. Yeah, and I mean, even if we weren't, we're talking about a billion-dollar company. All they have to do is go and incorporate another business, mm -hmm. throw another logo on it, and get rappers to promote that. And they'll be right back getting the black dollar. So, so you know, once mm -hmm. you've empowered right. a company or a people or whatever, boycotting is pointless. So what do we Outside do? Of, how do we, I mean, we need to bank we, black from the beginning. Bank black, buy black, and support black. Okay. If we want things to change in the black community. So we need bank. We need because there's some black banks in the ATL. I know that for a fact. Do yeah, you, I mean, I bank with One United Bank. Okay. See, you already doing some of the stuff that Killer Mike talked about. Right. But now you said something about Malcolm X. Talk about that. You it was something that because I know Malcolm X said something about us. You know the house nigga and all that. You was you said something about that. I want you to touch on that. It was something you said, yeah. but I can't. 
remember exactly what you said about yeah, that. Yeah, the reference was to the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Okay. And he said that, you know, um, anytime you depend on people to define you, you're going to be disappointed every time. Right. We have to define ourselves. Absolutely. You know, Malcolm did a whole interview where he talked about how, um, you know, only in the black community are singers and comedians and, you know, entertainers looked at as leaders. Right. That's true. And, you know, a lot of the time, this is a lot of the problem. Mm -hmm. You know, I really think that the whole T.I. disc was really a jab at Floyd because of his wife's situation. And I don't think he has a problem with what Floyd is doing in real life. Well, so, you know, when you hate somebody, you want everybody to hate him with you. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he said on Instagram Live that they had an issue before Tiny was hanging with Floyd, like some other shit. But I don't know how true that is. So Right, because it stayed behind closed doors. Like, his problems should stay behind closed doors with him now. Right. The only reason why it's out to the public now is because everybody, even when Floyd was stopped, they referenced T.I. But he wasn't disrespectful. He said, I'm not a follower. I do what I want to do. Right. He right. didn't come at Tip because they had an issue. Tip came back at him because of the issue. Right. If this would have been 50 Cent wearing Gucci, Tip wouldn't have said nothing. <laughs> so basically... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so you trying to say my man T.I., my man Tip is a bitch, you know? Uh, no, I'm not <laughs> saying that, bitch, you know what I'm saying? But it's, it's just not gangster to me for you to be attacking somebody that you know got, the hands are registered. He can't even legally really do anything to you. Right, yeah, he you can know get in trouble. So, he, so that's his that's his trump card. He know, he know Floyd got his hands registered, so he technically can't do that because his hands is a weapon. Right. You know, you got all these young people on here talking about some, nah, he with the shits. He, he approached him before. So what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All the yeah, people. Charm, <laughs> you funny as shit. Charm. I mean, for real, though. You fucking me up, Charm. You fucking you know, me and up. Yeah, and Tip cool to me as an artist. Right. You know what I'm saying? But as a but person. a lot of these artists, you know, they get in the booth and turn into gangsters, and they really think that they're like that. Right, right. Right, right. You He's know. a family man. We know that. He's a family right. man. Right. He displays you know it all the time on the show on BT and all that good stuff. Well, look, Charm, I appreciate you. You know, I DM'd you. I was like, look, I'm I'm kidding Charm up because Charm got some shit to say. And she coming right on this podcast on episode 48. Like, I don't give a damn. But yeah, Charm, <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you. But look, Charm, I'm telling you, I got your number. We got to connect when I come to Atlanta because the podcast is coming to Atlanta in June. So oh, I want yeah. you to come in person, in the flesh, like the real oh, yeah, charm in, in the building. I know you do MU to MUA, so I know you're going to make up it up. <laughs> you're going to dial <laughs> it up. So I can't wait. <laughs> right. I'm going to have some wine on deck if you drink. You know, never know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you, Charm. So keep in contact, Charm. I appreciate you. All right. For sure. All Bye. right. Peace. Well, <laughs> that's Charm. <laughs> okay, we gotta go to a break. I got my girl Shaquia coming up next. It's Duel for Hip Hop Podcast. I'll be back on the other side. Peace. Do it like I'm putting on the show. Open on the bed, end it on the flow. You know. I'm always at just what you need Demanding your attention Keep your eyes on me Like I'm putting on the show And I got what you like Promise I won't get tired I'll be here all night Putting on a private show That's just for your eyes to see You got me putting on the show Now watch me show out I'm gonna play down to the flow Watch me show out Got me putting on the show Just watch me show out I'm putting on the show Yeah, watch me show out
It's your boy DJ Bugsy. It's Dual for Hip Hop Podcast. I got the one and only Shakia in the building, hey. South Jersey's very own. Got the project Glow, and she's in the studio glowing. Yes, you know how we do. Okay, South <laughs> Jersey. The Bri- listen, this ain't Brick City. This okay. South Jersey. That's North That's Jersey. <laughs> so listen, I listened to the project, and I'm just like, listen, mm-hmm. why? Where, look, where's the machine at? What Tall Atlantic? Yo, Cardi, what's up? Like. What, yeah. Look, I'm about to call. Look, where listen, are I'm they? About to like, get on the phone, like, listen. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Kaiser, I, know. <laughs> do I gotta call Kaiser at Atlantic. Like, call them all. Call everybody. <laughs> like, it's really good. We're not calling R. Kelly though. Oh my God, no. We're gonna leave him where we're he gonna at. leave him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna, we let, gonna him let him be great in the in the slammer. <laughs> yes. Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. Okay, so first off, I want to start off with glow. And I want to start off with Show Off. Uh-huh. Can you talk about that song? And then we're going to get to that song, Play, okay. featuring your bae. <laughs> <laughs> like, your bae. You ain't Listen, you ain't playing with these songs. That's but it. talk about that song, Can't Tell Me Nothing, with Rico Nasty, because she was, who was she? I never even heard of her. So Rico Nasty's super dope. She's actually from the DMV area. Okay. Um, and I lived in the DMV area for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love I love the female energy of the DMV area, period. But her okay. energy is just something different. She's just, like, really spunky. She doesn't care. She's herself. And that inspired me. So when we got that song together, I was like, what if we could get her on there? And it actually worked out, and she right. killed it. So, right. yeah, that's how that came together. But Rico Nasty, she's super, super dope, and she's just, like, rising up. It's going crazy for her. Well, so. she, she need to come on the podcast. <laughs> Rico Nasty is real nasty actually, on the mic. I think she signed to Atlantic, if I'm not she mistaken. She signed? Yes. Oh, well, oh, then yes. uh, you, need to, you need to reach out to Rico Nasty, because Rico Nasty is nasty on the ball. She is. Goddamn, Rico. <laughs> you better tell Shaquita that we gotta make Yo. this happen. Listen, I go to DMV to interview Rico Nasty. I'm I'm on my grind. Listen, this episode 48, you know, to be continued. Episode oh, 49 right. is coming soon. I know that's but right. I want to get the play now. Talk about play and your bay because you know we gotta talk about a little bit of things like well, that. You know what I mean? Play came about. Um, the produ- like, it was produced by Kev Kev Rogers. Okay, um, I heard about and him. And he sent me that beat. I was actually in my feelings, mm-hmm. and so I wrote that within like 15 minutes of me having the beat. Um, it was about me getting into the studio. I recorded it, and mm-hmm. it was great. I actually played it for Mir. Okay. And Mir was like, "Yeah, send me that." And he did his verse, sent it back to me, and it was crazy. And that's how play came about. And people love play. I think play is like everyone's favorite. That and show yeah. off. Uh, yeah, the intro show too. Off. Yeah, that's yeah. my favorite too. Yeah. But it, look, and I was going from and I and look me, <laughs> I, I I take my time with this music. So I was going through your music. I was even going to your old shit. Oh, I was going shit. to Confident. <laughs> That's they, my first you song. You singing like Confident. <laughs> and you know, you put me in a space with Ella May. Mm-hmm. Her. That's so dope. so how you see so now that her got that Grammy, how you feel like, yeah, her we got is hope. Definitely deserving of that. Absolutely hope. Absolutely right. hope. I feel like a lot of the acts now, um, mm-hmm. R and B acts, female acts, period, even if it's not R and B, they give you hope because it's it's such a variety of, mm-hmm. you know, acts and looks and styles and right. sounds. So it's yeah. it's definitely hope. For right. sure. Now, do you believe in shows like American Idol and X Factor? Um, Why you didn't go that route? Why you never try for nothing like I that? I have actually, I've been asked to go try those shows, but I'm not the type of person who mm-hmm. wants to get it that way. Okay. I don't down it at all. And I respect like, you know, people who go that route, but I would much rather get it the hard way. I would say that I would rather the grind, grind it out. Yeah, I would rather be meeting people and, and right. people be inspired by just me, you know, right. instead of just going on TV and, and competing that way. Now, as an artist, do you feel pressure to follow up Glow? Because, you know, sometimes when you put a project out and you're like, damn, like 50 Cent, he, it was hard for him to top, mm-hmm. get rich or die trying. Right. So do you feel like it's pressure to try to top Glow? I do, but then I don't because of the space that I'm in. Like, I'm very aware of who I am and where I am. Um, okay. So I know that I still have a lot of room to touch a lot more people and, you know. A lot so, more content, Yeah, so subjects. I'm not too under pressure. I actually mm-hmm. was under a lot of pressure, more pressure, I would say, when I dropped my first single, Confident, because okay. it went so crazy. 
crazy. And I didn't know how people were going to take it. It got on the source. It got on um, Solange's website, St. Huron. It was all over the place. And Can we get a hand clap for that? <laughs> Solage's website? It was all over. Oh, shit. God damn. Beyonce's sister? Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. Solage. How you doing, Solage? You look so good, even was, though you're married. You oh, look my good. God. I'm just she letting does. you know. She's beautiful. But yeah, so mm-hmm. that was, it was kind of like that, that song did like a thousand plays in a day. Oh, shit. So I was just like. I that I felt like more pressure from that than going right. into my project, but now I'm just kind of more aware of my space and more okay. aware of what I can do. So right. it's less pressure now. Yeah, just creatively, I can just kind of. Now, do you have a dream collaboration, mm, and who would it be? Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean. Yeah, I think Frank Ocean and, and or Beyonce, either or, because those are my top. They your top two. Yeah. Really? Like yes, love them to death. Like music. Their music. Just Beyonce the can't do no wrong. And okay. Frank, you can just feel his music when he anything he does, even if you can't relate to it, you right. still can feel it. And I, I, I admire that. So yeah. I like the. I, I like his mixtape. His first mixtape with the orange car uh-huh. to be. Oh my god, that mixtape. <laughs> yeah, I everybody love loves that. That everybody thing that. is sick. Yeah. That first album is sick too, though. But that mixtape, it's something about mixtapes. Me and yeah, mixtapes. I, I used to be called Mr. Mixtape. So. Really? <laughs> yeah, before before Instagram. I was think ever it's, thought it's of, more just raw. So, you know, it's old shit. <laughs> it's old shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let them know it's old shit. It's old shit. Yeah, this, this is yeah. DJ Bugsy now. So. But mixtapes are they're more raw. I think that's why. It's yeah. Just, it's always more of a kind of like, I'm going to just do this and see, you know, what it comes What's the out vibe to. Like, yeah. Do you ever think about doing mixtapes? Yeah. I actually, a mm-hmm. lot of people tell me I should and in right. covers as well. Yeah. Because um, it's just, a, it's more free. You're not really worried about a complete structure or anything like that. You can just really just do what you feel, well, whatever right. you want. So, exactly. yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I'm definitely going to have an EP, a little mixtape EP for sure. I just got to figure out how I want to do it. Now we gotta talk about your bae. I, I, you know, this is you are a pretty woman, and we, Thank you know, shoots your shot. Now I want to know how how he shot his shot. Now how did Thank he shoot you. his shot? How did it, Mister Fontaine? Did I did I fuck his name up? No, you got it right, Mr. Fontaine. Fa- hey, Mister Fontaine, that brother. I, I DM'd him. I said, you, you got good music, brother. You got to get on the podcast. I know you got that blue check on Instagram. I understand that means a lot, bro. But you got to come up on the podcast. Um, how did he shoot a shot? I mean, how did he get you? I, um, I need to know what that first date was like. What did he do? How did he groove you? How did we, he move you? <laughs> we had mutual <laughs> friends. Okay. And um, it was really more so about the mm-hmm. the connection through music. I really related to, to his old, old, old shit, like before he okay. got a lot of his recognition. Right. Um, like he's so crazy tape and things like that. So we kind of bonded really over music and just kind of in our friendships as well intertwined. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of gradually became what it is today. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was a mutual friendship. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, let me ask you a question. Because I remember you saying something on another interview that you're not really big on social media and letting people yeah. know about relationships. But yeah. now that y'all glowing, you said, <laughs> fuck it. I'm going to post we this did, L.A. pic. Yes, we have. We've been saying <laughs> fuck it a lot. Like, um, in the beginning, it was kind of like... Like the haters hate. Right. And, and that's, that's another thing I, I've been learning recently is like... People are going to do that. People are going to hate. I think right. a lot of times I was trying to like, I'm going to just chill on this because I don't feel like hearing nobody's you know, Mouth, opinions or opinions. nothing. Kind of like how Cardi B be. Exactly. But, but you don't go on live though. I don't. Yeah, it. I don't go on live. I will. I'm going to start doing live. I'm going to start doing live. Diamond actually thinks I should do live too. So I'm going to do Shout live. out to Diamond. And yes. Diamond, if y'all don't know who Diamond is, <laughs> Diamond is first class personified. She's hey, been hey, on this hey, podcast hey. before episode six or seven. It's way back and way back. I don't, I, I don't know the number, <laughs> but I know she is the owner of Black Affiliated. Yes, if you don't know about that website, you better learn. And she is from TU, Temple University. <laughs> so shout out to, yes, to her. That's how she Diamond. got here. That's how she got here. <laughs> well, listen. I'm thrilled. I'm excited about your project. Thank I want to know what you got coming up next. Like, it's just... Right now, visuals are my focus. So, okay. getting videos together right. and also studio time. So, okay. that's that's really where I'm at. And I'm like I said before, I'm really not putting any pressure on myself because mm-hmm. I'm just... I'm I'm taking in the space that I'm in right now creatively and right. what I can do, all my options. I'm just not trying to put any pressure on myself at all. So yeah. videos in studio, that's my focus. That's right your now. focus. So you are working on new music. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. 
So before, before now, before we get to the next question, <laughs> I want to know when that first single come out. Is you going to send it to Diamond? Oh and yes. Then Diamond? Oh, oh okay, yes. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's just, not uh, even. <laughs> I just want to make sure that <laughs> I get that single, please, because goddamn sure. your music is good. Goddamn your music is good. I listen. I'm telling you. <laughs> Thank now, you. Walter, am I right or wrong? If you corny, what what I. I need to hear it. That tell Look, me the truth. If your now. songs is whack, bro, what do I tell them? <laughs> now, if you <laughs> don't have a fair one with me because your music whack, take your black ass back to the studio and make Yo. another fucking song. <laughs> and tell your engineer to work on tweaking your shit. Thanks. Like my engineer tweaks my fucking Shout podcast. Out Kenneth Muse. That's my engineer. Who? Kenneth Muse. Oh, whoa. Yeah. I know about that brother. He actually works on um my boy, Reese Bangle music, too. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He's known. He's known in the yes, city. Yes, absolutely. He's known in the city. So, what's ne- I mean, besides the music, personally, what's next for you? What else do you want to do outside of music? Because, you know, we got young girls that look probably look up to you. What, are, what do you want to do in the community? Do you have any plans for the community? Um... Right now, I don't have any solid plans, but I am intertwined with like a pageant um, situation right now for okay. Woodland, the town I grew up in. Okay. Um, oh, you grew so, up in Woodland, PA? Yeah. Well, no, Woodland, Jersey. Oh, my yeah. bad. It's a Woodland, PA too. Yeah. Oh, but you no. grew up in Woodland, Jersey. Yeah. Okay. And um, so I'm I'm kind of trying to figure out how I can help with that as far as my glow situation. I also have my glow drinks that I'm. Oh, I met the ex. <laughs> what now? You 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 forgot the glow drink. Oh, I didn't bring them. Oh, damn. <laughs> I want to taste that glow drink. Oh, I, I should have brought I, them. I'm sorry. I, I, I was, listen, I glow, but I think if I drink that glow drink, I might just glow. They actually just glow. had Soldier Boy and like Ray J drinking it too. I was like, okay, check y'all out. Oh, shit, for yeah, real? Yeah, I'm so sorry. I forgot damn. y'all. <laughs> Yo, we got to get that glow. Well, maybe next time you and your bae can come and oh, y'all definitely. both can bring the definitely. glow drinks. Definitely. I got you. I got, you got everybody, me? actually, because I forgot this time. Oh, you had plans on bringing it? Yes, I always do. And I just be like running But out. you look like you going out tonight. I'm not. I'm going right back home. <laughs> really? Yes. You I don't look. be out like that. I go out, but not a lot. You, or is that because you're in a relationship? <laughs> <laughs> really? Honestly? No. No? Like, no. That's just not true. Yeah. You're a homebody. I'm a homebody. I mean, I go out. With your I girlfriends? With my boyfriend. But oh, other than that, you don't go like, out with your girlfriends now because you locked down? Um, Sometimes. Well, this is the thing. My girlfriends, they have children. Oh, so they kind of like they be needing that babysitter. Yeah, so it's like you know. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Yeah, I ain't got that babysitter. So I can't go. <laughs> That's fucked up. Yo, right. y'all with these kids, I can't talk. I got two, but listen, I got my shit cool. I'm look, my kids, they growed up. They ain't all oh, like uh, <laughs> you, you know how they go. They go fucking and be in company, little baby. Uh, like one bottle, Like I no, cannot, I don't got. That problem, <laughs> yeah. I'm saying, but listen, I appreciate you coming through. Thank we you got for my man me. Osiris coming up next. Look, we gotta get some pictures, man. We about to Absolutely. flood your timelines, man. This is Dwarf Hip Hop Podcast. This is your boy DJ Bugsy. Hey. I got Lex Dom in the control room. <laughs> she about to meet Lex Dom. Wait till you meet Lex Dom. She, yes, she's a real artist. A lot of people out here are not real artists. Y'all are real. You a real artist. She's a real model. I bring I real people to the podcast. Okay, I'll be back on the other side. Thank you for this is Osiris. Me, Put your money up.
I'm that real shit now. Say you pulling up at shows. Where Gary at now? Make your scary ass clown. Smooth sexy in your town. Me, I'm pulling up if you ever come around. Cause I ain't bitch, dog. You a bitch, dog. Yeah, tell me where you at. Let's throw the fist up. And you hide behind your homies when I blitz, dog. I let all you little rappers be my kids, dog. Put your money up. Bet against me. All I do is win from the woods to the streets on the shit. Ay. Look at me, yeah. I got everybody wishing that they could have had a piece. All they like, put your money up. Bet against me. All I do is win from the woods to the streets on the shit. Ay. Look at me, yeah. I got everybody wishing that they could have had a piece. Remember when they brushed me off? Same bitches wanna talk. See me on that new shit. Grew up on a lot of pop. Energy, they want this. And you gon' get a lot. Could have put my heart out. Instead, I'm taking shots. I'm with the fuck shit. Blacked out in public. Wanna make you run shit for fun shit. Homies, they gon' dump clips. I love this. I'm dumb sick. Think you want that thug shit. Handle me the quick way. Boy, you want that dumb shit. I ain't never run, bitch. Even when it shots fire. Lost teeth and broke ribs. Help me get inspired. I'm jacked up like a tire. Punch back with the fire. In the jungle with the tigers. You idolize and I'm liars. I'm pulverizing. You trying to pull the guys with I am an underdog to a lion. I'm betting against the giant. I sentimentally find them. And all of the men who Behind them, my problem when everyone chime in. Y'all better be ready to die there. Like, put your money up, bet against me. All I do is win from the woods to the streets on the shit. Ay. Look at me, yeah. I got everybody wishing that they could have had a piece. I like, put your money up, bet against me. All I do is win from the woods to the streets on the shit. Ay. Look at me, yeah. I got everybody wishing that they could have had a piece. I like, put your money up, bet against me. All I do is win from the woods to the streets on the shit. Ay. Look at me, yeah. I got everybody wishing that they could have had a piece. I like put your money up. All right, so welcome back to Do It For Hip Hop Podcast. I got the next guest, Osiris, in the building. The song you just heard is Put Your Money Up. I appreciate you coming on the podcast, bro. So yeah, can man. you talk a little bit about the beginning, being a kid, growing up, and how you got into hip-hop music and also you losing your father at an early age. Perfect. Hey, I appreciate that. So um, yeah. So for me, man, uh, I was getting into a lot of trouble as a young kid, right? Okay. Um, how it started was when I lost my father. Okay. So we was... Um, we were a good family. Like, we grew up. We didn't really struggle. Right. Uh, you know, it was like school. Like, sports is the focus. Right. Um, and then when I was 13, mm -hmm. um, you know, my father, he had health problems. So okay. I'm real big on, like, being healthy, eating well, exercise, and all that because my dad had diabetes. Right. Which uh, ultimately mm -hmm. led to all his health problems, which the caused... The way he ate. Yeah. Okay. And because, dude, I love food. Mm -hmm. it, I don't know. It's hard to tell someone they can't eat shit they like. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and it, you, I understand. Was you, was you telling them at a young age that he couldn't eat certain shit? Yeah. I mean, okay. my mom and my sister were more, but uh, I'm just like a real compassionate person, man. So like, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. And I, I, I don't know. It was almost as a young age, I kind of saw it was going to happen. Okay. I kind of knew it was coming. Right. Um, I mean, he played ball with us all the time. It wasn't like he couldn't do you know, but yeah. it was like he had like a heart thing. Okay. But um, anyways, mm -hmm. so uh, I'm 13. Right. We're on a family trip. We're coming back from Jersey because okay. at this point I'm living out in California. Right. And uh, this is before I moved to Philly. Okay. But we was coming out here because my mom's from here. She right. grew up here. Okay. My dad passed away on the plane out here. Really? Yeah. Right. So he was on his way back to, to home. Jersey. Yeah. And er he died on a plane. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, bro. I'm yeah, man. It was pretty man. crazy, you know, uh, like being in that situation for anyone out there who's right. like seen some type of shit like that. So your dad basically died in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. Like they had to make the emergency landing and all that. And it was wow. pretty crazy, man. Even now talking about it, like it's been oh, years, man. but you know, it's yeah. thinking about it, 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 it always brings up crazy shit, you know? But um, so and then after that, you got into music. But how did you handle that? Because would you did you had to seek counseling? Was you in and out of facilities? Like, how did that whole thing like? So that's pretty much where how I ended up to where I'm at now was um after that happened, okay. literally the day after I got back. Mm -hmm. Um, that's when my whole life changed because I was growing up in high school. OK. Um, new experiences got brought to me. Right. And I ended up 
taking the wrong hand. You know okay. what I mean? And um, that I'm a hip hop artist that's real. I'm gonna tell everyone what it is. Mm -hmm. I I was in and out of uh, juvenile facilities since I was like 14, pretty much straight from when that happened. Wow. And then um, and that's where I found hip hop. Man, was like right. in a juvenile facility. Yeah. But what's the first hip hop song you ever heard? Uh, it was um, uh, I can't even remember the name, but it was Nerd Baseball Bass. Da -na, da -na, oh, you talking about Pharrell and them? Yup. Yeah. yeah. So okay. I can't remember what this. What, what was it? I, I don't even remember what it was, man. But that was the first song, and then that was like, okay, hip hop is sick as fuck. Right. And then the second song I heard was Visions by Wu Tang Clan, mm. and then the third song was Thirty Six Chambers Part Two. Right. And that was that, that was, was it, it for you, me, man. Yeah. He was like, I gotta do this shit. Yeah. And you know it's real, bro, because I remember the songs. The, right. The first three, like right off the top. Those right. Were, those so were that's the when ones. you know hip hop really touched you. Straight Can up. Can you talk a little bit about your project when Gold Decays? What was that about? Okay, so, uh, uh, hey, that's sick, man, because people don't always ask me questions about a lot of my previous shit. But uh, so When Gold Decays, and that was pretty much, that mm -hmm. was like my first real tape. Right. And um, it was, I had just gotten out of a facility. Mm -hmm. I'm in the middle of all this. I'm still stuck in my ways and shit, you know? Right. And um, I pretty much just wrote it about, like, at the end of the day, like, all the good shit you see when it's gone, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. Like, I embrace it. Right. You know, I'm trying to work and make myself better. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, I'm here to let y'all know, like, right. not everyone is okay. You right. know what I mean? Everyone right. goes through shit. Right. And, uh, mm -hmm. and, you know, there's a way to come out of that, and you just got to fight hard. And that's pretty much what it is. So do you suffer from any mental illness, and did you ever think about killing yourself? Um... I never really got like crazy deep about this type of stuff in an interview, but um, because they don't know how to interview, that's why. Straight up, dude, this is sick right now. These are real questions that like I appreciate you asking. So, oh, no problem, bro. I, I'm a real interviewer. Definitely, I can feel that. I used already. to work for Wendy Williams. So okay, all right. So you got that. You got that real <laughs> skills behind you. That <laughs> like, resume I'm, shit I'm, right I'm, there. I'm, I'm, I ain't playing, man. This is some real. I take yeah. this shit serious, bro. This I, is, I see hip -hop that. Is, is 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 that's all I know. Period. I see that, man. Um. So, uh, yeah, tell the people, man, the truth. Like, let them know. Like, yeah, I, I felt about it. Like, if you did, you did. If you didn't, you didn't. So what was but the question it, again? The what? question was, do you suffer from mental illness, and did you ever think about okay. killing yourself? Did you ever have suicidal thoughts? When this whole thing happened with my father, mm -hmm. the whole when gold decays yeah. thing, which is part of, that I don't always tell people about, mm -hmm. I used to... Um, uh, so, yeah, man, like, I I used to, I was on a lot of drugs and shit. Okay. I got, I started, uh, that's the other part of me, man, is like, uh, I kind of found my way through all that shit. And, you right. know, everyone has their vices. Right. You kind of got to roll with the punches and stick with what helps you. Everyone will find their happy medium. Yeah. I guess, you know. Right. But uh, for me... At that point, when mm -hmm. I was so low, and after the thing with my father happened, mm -hmm. I was like hearing and seeing things, okay? And it was real for a little bit, and that's part of the reason. So you were seeing things, things yeah. that wasn't really there. Yeah, man, like... Illusions. Yeah. I was drinking a lot. Okay. And... Uh, was you mixing it with pills? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So... Yeah, that's a that's a... Yeah, that's a death wish. And let's get real. All the like a lot of young kids when I was younger, mm -hmm. that's when I got into the pills. Mm -hmm. And I think as you get older, you kind of grow out of that kind of mindset. But right. when you're younger, you're like, I'm just trying to get fucked up. However, right. And then it kind of just spirals you down. Right. And that's what happened to me. I started like seeing things, hearing things. Yeah. Uh, I had to go with through withdrawals to get off of shit. Right. Detox, and that was all by when I was like. 16 or 17 Damn. you know what i mean so so you didn't really do you so do you consider that you really had a teenage no, life not at all not okay. at all from 14 to 19 my i didn't finish high school not because i didn't try right but a thing messed up with the system is they'll pull you out of high school to lock you up for a bad weed test and then they're gonna fucking put you in some bullshit at school while right. you're in uh lockup 
and then you get out and nothing you did in there counted. Right. And then they don't give you any credits towards your shit. So you got to start over when you get out. And then when you're and stuck. And then they in, don't help you get off the shit. Exactly. Or they don't get you. You need counseling. You need to get the demons off your back. And they're That's not going to the pay for that. Right. They're not going to pay for any of that shit. Right. And, um, and they want you to pay for it. They might even require you to do that shit and pay for it. You know right. what I mean? That's what I, I was required to do some of that sometimes. So, so let me ask you this. So when I think of your story, I think of Mac Miller. But I don't think of Mac Miller as a way of what he lost. I just think that Mac Miller was so talented, but his drug problem messed him up from reaching the plateau that he planned to reach. Because I really believe that if Mac Miller was alive, he would have won that Grammy. You know what, man? I I bought that album the day it dropped, and I right. fucking loved that whole thing. And I played Wings over and over the night it dropped. Right. And then when he died, I played it over and over again. Right. It, this shit was crazy, man. Um, so you a big fan of Mac Miller? Yeah, definitely, man. I heard. Can you relate to him? Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I think with me and him, it wasn't so much that we were addicts that where we just had to use, mm -hmm. but it was more like. I mean, I'm not. I, obviously, I never met Mac Miller. I don't know him, but at right. least for myself, um, yeah. like when I drink, man, I get an escape from the world. And I can fucking mm -hmm. get in my zone when I'm right. writing music. And that's yeah. where my therapy happens. That's okay. why I started writing was because I was so hurt inside. And I didn't know how to feel. Feel, right. You know what I mean? And by you writing, you taking all your feelings all into the pen and putting it on the paper. Exactly, man. Exactly. That's exactly. the same thing Mac did. Trust me. And then, so the progression of my tapes was, it was When Gold Decays. Then it was My Great Escape which is kind of moving on from all my old ways, mm -hmm. the old people. Right. And just, it was my great escape, like my moment to fucking And really what's your change. favorite song on A Great Escape? Um, I would say uh, I've Been Doing Me. I like it, that. Yeah, I've Been like Doing that. Me. I've Been Doing Me. That's yeah. right, because I be doing me. Right. I be doing exactly. me, man. And, and it was let's, like... Let's, let's give a round of applause for us doing us. Hey, yeah, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Gotta give it up. Let's give a round of applause for us doing us, man. <laughs> Fuck that. Because, look, no one's going to do you like you. Not exactly. even a bad bitch. She can't <laughs> yeah. do you like you do you. Straight up, man. She might can suck your dick. She might can give you some good pussy. She but she still perfect, can't though. do you right. like you do you. Now, one thing I want to ask you, bro, because this line that fucked me up in your song, Put Your Money Up, you said to all y'all old G's, little DJs, 40 plus. All right, let me clarify that real for quick. For a beat and a spin. So, I'm like, okay, I'm 40 plus. I'm a DJ. Hey, you ain't got to pay me to play your shit. So what the hell was you talking about? Was you talking about Funkmaster Flex or Cosmic Kev? Keep it real. Uh, yeah, I'll keep it real. I'm talking about 100% Funk Flex. 100% okay. Funk Flex was part of that. Okay. But there's also people that I'm not going to name who are in Philly who know exactly who I'm talking about. Right. That they're going to charge you at the ass, rip right. you off to get you on blogs. They ain't going to give you your money back. They're going to talk shit to you and act you like they did shit when all they did was get you three views. And they're going to call themselves a gatekeeper. And they ain't no motherfucking gatekeeper. Hey, you ain't got no... Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. I ain't got to go no <laughs> further like, than that. I, let, let's put it like this, bro. Let me put it like this. My right. tape is called Black Sheep because I am the black sheep. I'm the fucking outcast. I don't have a fucking team. I don't have... You know who I have? I got me, my girl, and my three homies who don't even fucking do music. And they fucking... They just show up when I ask them to. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. That's who the fuck I have. Everything right. music related, I do myself. And I got my boy Dutch right there. He looking at me. I got him. He always got me, though. Dutch, Dutch got me on advice. I got to be real. He's my one rap homie I fuck with. Nah, there's a couple of rap yeah. homies, but, yeah. but that, that's, that's probably the only one that's real. But. All right, well, I'm glad you cleared that up, bro. Well, look, Osiris, I want you to win. I'm DJ Bugsy. I'm a DJ that wants all the artists to win. And if you trash, you trash. But... Put your money up. That shit ain't trash. I Thank like you. the video. You sent it through the Thank email. You. I checked it out. It's hot. Hell keep yeah. doing your thing and let and keep keep having that great escape. Don't let that escape come back. Thank you. You know what I mean. And I do want to say one more thing. So, uh, a lot of like the uh, uh, promo and hype I'm putting behind my tape is mm -hmm. a lot of like uh, 
mainstream uh, bangers, kind of okay. stuff like that. But right. I still kept the hip hop shit. I have a few hip hop tracks in there. Okay. My intros, outros are, will always be hip hop. Mm-hmm. I got some filler hip hop joints in there. Uh, all my previous tapes are hip hop. This is the first one where I'm really taking it to like a new evolved state. Right. So uh, this is the first one you're going to hear me like this. But, you know, there still is that in there for those hip hop heads. So. Well, there you have it, man. It's your boy, DJ Buzzley. Make sure you check out Door for Hip Hop Podcast, episode 48, available February 28, 2019, episode 49, coming soon. We won't stop. We can't stop. It's DJ Bugsy, Door for Hip Hop. Peace.